All right, we're back. This is Nerding Daily. We have watched a bunch of stuff. Because we're in quarantine still. Yeah, no movie theaters yet for for here, but uh, hopefully that will change soon. But uh, in the meantime, we've been watching a lot of great shows. We finished Dispatches from Elsewhere a few weeks ago. Really enjoyed that series. So we're going to cover that first. Just like we just marathon through Upload. That went by so two fast. Day- was it two or three days? It was two days. <laughs> but they're short episodes. They were short. But yeah, we just blasted through those. <clears throat> and then we went and watched a couple movies. Uh, Peanut Butter Falcon, which was really good. So we'll cover that. And then... You're giving it away. What? Well, I didn't give it away. You, you said it's good. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> and then Uncut Gems. We'll, we'll, we'll cover Uncut gems after that so let's i guess let's get started jackie with um let's get started with dispatches from elsewhere so overall you you really liked it i i, I guess i do i did really like this one so but i i love jason siegel because we've watched him since freaks and geeks so yes. kind of knowing that this is his pet project i don't know it made it more special to me but yep. i i like weird shows and this was definitely weird well one of your favorite things that a show has to have is to be good is teamwork, teamwork. or brothers and this had teamwork at least mm-hmm. um but uh yeah I, I went back and forth on whether or not i liked it i i got really sucked into like the second episode because i was not interested at mm-hmm. all with previews i was like yeah that looks stupid even yeah. though it, even though it had jason siegel in it but um and i like him i think he's a good good actor and good writer um but uh yeah finally that second episode i don't i don't know there's something about sally field oh no i think it's the third episode oh, was it the third episode oh it was the third yeah. episode that you're right it was the third episode that we got into but we had to go back and watch watch it again just to get what was going on yeah because episode three is what hooked us yep. and then we had to go back <laughs> that's okay but uh i guess what the story's about, if, in case you don't want to watch it, this is going to be full of spoilers, but I encourage you to go see it. Um, it's about a group of people who have like these pretty mundane, boring lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's these weird flyers everywhere. And these flyers, they walk, he walks by them all the time. And they have some, some, it's almost like art projects. They're like fake, like they have fake sayings or numbers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he walks by one, one day and goes, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call this and then and it leads him on this huge adventure of course and he ends up meeting a group of friends through this adventure because they're looking for the same uh clues to figure out what's going on there's like these weird going ons happening everywhere what I liked about the the characters is that they yes they are all kind of stuck in in these boring lives but they're all wanting more but they don't know what that more looks like and that's why each of them, chooses to join in this game i think that they did a really good job of layering each character because i didn't feel like any one of them was flat right the main ones and what's what makes this show really kind of different it kind of reminded me of legion in a way um how odd because it's trippy yeah it was a little trippy but it wasn't so trippy you couldn't follow along (laughs) what but uh, what I really liked about how each episode started, they wanted you to pretend you were this character and this is happening to you. They, they lay down this mindset. And I, I think that adds like an artistic element to it. There was a lot of artistic mm-hmm. elements in this show. <clears throat> because um, so in the story, you're like recruited by this group, but you have to find out what happened to this person named Clara. And Clara was an artist. And so there is a lot of art art throughout the 
episodes and it's really cool to see the different projects that she did with her friends and well and we're not even introduced to to clara tell episode five Mm -hmm. like we meet the characters individually first and Mm -hmm. figure out how they are exposed and and get into the game and it's weird i think um it 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 reminds me of something called a happening um a, a thing that artists used to do where they would make up a flyer and they would have an event and they would invite people out to it and that in its that an event in itself would be the art and that's what this show reminds me of and i think that's what i think once we are introduced to clara i really was convinced that that's what she was behind was mm. the experience that's where the art is and she was trying to bring that experience and here we had this um what would you call him like a, a investor well, who, he who was ruins an, it? He was an actor, though. He was an actor, but he represented someone that she met. Met because she had this like idea board, with her crew. Right? Yeah, like a board of directors, and then she had her group. Her of group. art people. Yeah, and and then he was trying to like commercialize it and and make it into a technology that everyone could experience it right. on an individual basis. But she wanted it to be experienced on more of a group basis. Not just an individual, which I thought was interesting dynamic, but um, it was a, this was definitely a very interesting tale. Um, and let's talk about the characters a little bit. So we have Peter, who is a computer coder, maybe for like a for music like some, company, yeah, and he's putting like together playlists or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, what was he <laughs> doing? Weird. He was like studying playlists. Yeah, he was studying um, people's playlists, so and and making suggestions for music that they would like based okay. upon their playlists, which. I'm surprised they don't have an algorithm for that. They, I don't, or or he was in control of the algorithm. algorithm. Yeah, he? I don't know. I'm not really sure. And then we have Simone, right? Who's transgender. And we don't, I mean, she's she's an art student and, and she's in, she works in a gallery. Mm-hmm. But it's a really nice, like, museum. I mean, it's actually a museum. Very shy. She's very shy. And then we have Janice, whose husband, we find out, is sick. And she's just so loving and... And I guess he's in a coma. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> She's so lo- in love with him. And, and Sally Field did an amazing job in this. She did. I love oh her. Oh my gosh. She was so good. She plays a great, I mean, just a very like heartwarming, kind person, mm-hmm. you know? Definitely. And then Fred Wynn. Oh, Fred Wynn, dude. He was an amazing actor. This is the guy from Outcast, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And Andre he, Benjamin. He was the. I kept wanting to sing, hey. <laughs> he he's really an, good he's an incredible actor but gosh his character annoyed this <laughs> yes but that's why yeah. that's why he was a good actor is because you're like oh i just yeah. want to punch this guy sometimes <laughs> yes not all the time i mean he was very smart very bright on top of things mm-hmm. head of the curve 90 percent of the time yeah, he did a very great skeptic job. yeah super rich um super intelligent da vinci like character but so smart that he tends to alienate people yes which you know a lot of smart people do so uh interesting cast of characters really enjoyable to see them together trying to figure out it's almost like a trippy (laughs) 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 scooby-doo almost there's some weirdness that happens in and out like the dancing sasquatch i still don't know is that a guy in a costume or is it yes is it though well yeah because at the end they they tell you that it was basically like just this big elaborate collective thing yeah Yeah. interesting but uh yeah i like the mystery i like the appeal i like the um involvement the art is happening all around them and all these people that it takes to make 
it work is pretty amazing. Well, let's it's pretty elaborate. Okay, I got to back up a little bit. So we're getting to the end of the end of the season. So basically, after they've figured out this game, then that, and should we just do the finale? Well, yeah, let's get to to where they figure it out. Yeah, because the finale is different. Get to where they figure it out, and it's still not over. It wasn't good enough. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Well, remember when they when they finally get to the end? And um, the, oh, and they they he and they thought there was like a fake Clara. Clara. Yeah. Well, we skipped a bunch of things like her house, how amazing that was, how amazing she was, her friends, the conflict between her and her friends. We skipped a bunch. Yeah. But you should go watch it and figure that out for yourself. We're just giving you the, the gist. But yeah, go ahead. At the finale? Well, about Pe- well, I, well, she found it finale because there was like almost like a fake finale where we almost thought it was over. Okay, where Peter so, finds out that it's not real. So they think he's upset. They think they've gotten to the end of the game, and so a bunch of there's a bunch of teams, and all the teams get to this place where it's a it's a theater, and then they basically tell them, "Hey, this was all this was all a big elaborate plan," and this is Clara, and she starts singing, and then. Jason Siegel's character freaks out and he's like, that's not Clara. That's not the real Clara. And mm-hmm. and then there's, yeah, then there's another part of the story where they're trying to find what happened to Clara and it, it backs up into like what happened with her board of directors. Right. And then you're wondering if Clara even existed. Yeah. Or if it was that other character, the other woman. I can't remember yeah, her name. Yeah, she has a, um, yeah, there is another, it was a friend of hers. That part still puzzles me. Oh, her like, name was Lee, right? Yeah, Lee. That's that part still puzzles me because I'm not sure if I caught how Clara died or if she died. You know what I mean? Because here we, when when we when we go to um, Janice's uh, husband's wet uh, funeral, his right? wedding, not his wedding, wedding, <laughs> the funeral. Remember, they happen to be at the same graveyard as where um, Clara Clara's urn is supposed to be. Yeah, and Fredwin like goes in there and he looks into her urn and. It's filled with M&M's or something. And yeah. he's eating them. It was weird. <laughs> and then he takes it home? Am I wrong? Yes, he did. What the world? <laughs> like, I'm not sure which episode that is, but we see it as else. But he's like eating them. It's very bizarre. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so we, right then and there, you're like, oh, okay, so it's not over. Where's this going? Mm-hmm. You know? And then they, they finally get to the point where I think they run her down and, and make she confesses to them. But if I'm not mistaken... And we go through the whole back... Where she's like in charge of trying to get them not to find out. She's in the same house and they kind of like... But see, I, I couldn't tell if they were separate characters or if she was... Or if Clara was actually just another facet of her personality. Right. And I guess that could be... That's what confused me. I was like, wait, are they separate people? Or... Because the, the argument was that Lee was trying to commercialize Clara's... What was it? It's like a VR... Like memory... Virtual reality, re- memory... Reliving... Yeah. Thing. It, yeah. So I was confused as to whether they were actually separate people trying to argue about whether this memory thing... Well... And Octavio was supposed to be that person, but then, you know, he ends up being an actor. So it's like really hard to keep it but in it, mind. But it what... could have easily have been an internal argument. Right, right. Who knows? I don't know. But anyway, it leads us to them. It leads them into searching for more. And then they get in. And you, I know you're dying to talk about this. They get into this weird place where it almost goes from one universe, almost kicks down the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it does kick down the fourth wall. Yeah, because you're like, wait, what just happened? Because it switches instantly from Peter mm-hmm. to 
the actual green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then him as a child growing up. I don't know that he played this clown character, but um, it's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah. The lines were very blurred between what was reality and what was part of the story. Because when the people are still in character, then this boy appears and he's mm-hmm. got clown makeup and he just takes Peter's hand and they just walk off together. And you're like, wait, what just happened? And then is this the finale? Yeah. So then at the finale, you find out that this boy was Jason Siegel. And he'd do anything for chocolate milk. As a kid. I know. What the heck? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. That part I didn't understand. I was like, wait, what's going on? And then he's Jason Siegel again. Mm-hmm. And and people are like recognizing him on the street because he's an actor. And then, um, but then at the very end, we'll just, I don't even know what happened. At the very end of the show, what I what I really like is that they showed every single person who works on this show, and I don't remember exactly what he said. He had a big like speech at the end that it was this show wasn't just about him, me, or you. It was about all of us and all of these people. Yeah, it was pretty. It, it was beautiful. It was yeah. beautiful, and they. But had, it was just kind of weird. It, it reminded <laughs> me. It reminded me of the end of Muppets. The way Muppets well, would end, Muppets. or. I mean, like before him, oh. like like when the last episode of Muppets, when they would show all the people who worked them, and oh, or, you know what I'm talking about? No, I never or saw the, that. Or the end of any Jim Henson like major production, like the last episode. So I don't know what what I'm thinking of, but when I was a kid, I remember at the very end they're like, <laughs> "Oh, hey, look, look at us, we're people." Oh, you know, I'm like, oh wow, That's yeah, a, this totally reminded me. Of. But I think the message <clears> was that we're more similar than we realize. And what was cool is they had people just record themselves really from their phones and they were saying like i am jackie and i am you and they're just trying to show the similarities between everybody and how everybody's how everybody helped with it and i i really liked that part just because um you know you always see the actors but you don't see all the other work that goes into it you know right like the closest thing i could think of is like when sona who's on who's conan's helper mm-hmm. like when she's on his show but oh, yeah, yeah. you know they never show like the people who put the work in right right it was cool put the other work in i should say but building up to that you know they they really kind of focus in on simone and um peter's relationship mm-hmm. and then they they kind of like a year goes by before all this happens uh-huh. and then they're then it's like they're still getting together janice and um what's his name fredwin 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 fredwin, fredwin. Uh, they're, they're still getting together for like breakfast here and there. And mm-hmm. then Fredwin goes missing. And then it kind of like this somehow leads to the, them finding the boy. And mm-hmm. then, and then it exits the whole movie or ex- exits the universe and goes into Jason Siegel's like, yeah, it, it was very, it, you guys got to, it just was have to weird. Watch it. Maybe we need to watch it, it again. I, I think we to will. To see what was going on. I think we will. Seeing it back to back maybe might help solidify the show. Mm. Let's move on from here and go to the new Amazon Prime show that we liked, Upload. Upload. Upload was nuts too. I loved that show. This this was crazy. I think I slept through half of it yeah, by you accident. Did. So Sorry about I'll that, fill everybody. You in. But uh, <laughs> I was really tired. Um, th- this has a pretty stellar cast. Hey guys, listen to a podcast about a show I fell asleep during. <laughs> it's enough they like it um this was a good one i would recommend watching it i will watch it again i was i promise it was fun it was funny right i think Um, it's just it's just a fun show yeah yeah i like the lead uh robbie um amel Amel. he's pretty cool i mean the cast as a whole was good everyone uh 
I thought the acting was really good. I thought the aesthetic of the show was awesome. It was really cool. Mm -hmm. It was really freaking me out that some people were wearing masks. I'm like, when did they film this? Has a Kevin, is it Bigley? Kevin Bigley, who reminded me of Kurt Douglas for some reason. See, he reminds me of Steve Zahn. Oh, maybe it's the hair. That's what it is. But he's really funny. There's some quite a few characters. And the whole premise is, this is full of spoilers. So if you're going to want to pause it now. But the whole premise is, People die and they upload them to this heaven server, which is totally like Caprica, which is like a um, Battlestar Galactica um, like prequel that I'm obsessed with. And I loved it more than I love Battlestar I Galactica. I about that show. But anyway, so it's like this like idea of having an actual cloud afterlife that you map your brain to and it's where you go. Now, the, the, the thing that makes it different is you have to work and you have to pay for things <laughs> or someone has to sponsor you well, no you can't work in oh hev- you can't in heaven no but they sponsor you right you have someone who sponsors you or essentially owns or you, you well right? okay but some people right? well like okay the guy who was the smoking man in x-files mm-hmm. he plays a nice guy and you're like well that's weird that was weird but he okay. was like a billionaire yeah so the billionaire smoking guy he um he paid for his own but Robbie Amell, he didn't have, I can't remember what they call oh, it. Oh, he like didn't a, have a pre, an pre-upload upload plan, plan or something. Yeah, that's right. And so his girlfriend pays for it. And so when he's dead, she's kind of in charge of everything. Like, And it, what's funny is they charge, it's kind of like a video game. Where, yeah. you know, where if you want to upgrade your outfit or you want to upgrade upgrade your snack, then you have to pay extra. But his girlfriend's the one holding the purse string, so she doesn't always give him what he wants. And so that creates a little bit of tension. Well, and then they have their like angels, um, which is someone to kind of help ease them into. It's someone who's alive. Yeah, they're alive and they're, you know, they're like the tech support. Mm -hmm. And um, you're not supposed to tell you your name. You're not supposed to. And that was played by Andy Allo. I would say Allo. Uh, she plays Nora. And I really liked her character. She was mm-hmm. really like sweet and caring. Mm-hmm. And he was he he's in this afterlife more sweet and caring because there's something wrong with his upload. There's some damaged memory, and he can't remember how exactly he how he was in the other life. But he was actually kind of a douchebag. <laughs> and um, not always. He was really <clears throat> sweet with his niece. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, but they did but, show him like he did some checking things. himself out. Yeah, yeah, and he, which like, full of himself. You know, it wasn't like horrible, but he was. But at least they but showed he did him some bad things. Yeah, they didn't just show him as like, oh, he was this amazing person. They're like, no, he had flaws. Right. Um. But he started to kind of change. Um. He didn't want to be owned by his girlfriend anymore, and he was falling for his tech support, and she was falling for him. Mm-hmm. He ends up having this funeral, and like he really sees his girlfriend. That's what was he... weird. Let's talk about the funeral scene for oh, a minute. Oh yeah. So in <clears throat> that's weird because in this universe, um, well in the we'll just call it the heaven cloud. In the heaven cloud, they can have funerals, but what's weird is. So the funerals were basically like coronavirus because um, he's on one side of the glass. He can't leave. And everyone's on the other side of the glass. And it was kind of sad because here it's supposed to be his funeral, but the girlfriend kind of made it about everything that she had done. You know, like, oh, the flowers are perfect. And oh, the, the snacks are perfect. And it wasn't really about him. So that part was kind of sad. Yeah. So um, it was really weird and interesting. Um, but but it was cool because you could still 
see your loved one and you could still talk to them. What was weird is you could call them on the phone. Can you imagine if someone really died and you can just call them on the phone because their consciousness is still up there? Right. That was really trippy. And that they were video, they're video calls too. So it's like if you lost someone, you could just have a video call with them, which really made me think about is that would that actually be good for people if they couldn't actually get closure? I don't know. I mean, I, I guess there would be some comfort actually knowing that they're there. And but is it really them? Is right. it their soul? Right. Is, what is a soul? And yeah, there's a lot of questions that come in mind mm-hmm. <laughs> to mind here. But um, it's definitely an in- interesting premise. Mm-hmm. Um, but he there's kind of a murder mystery going on within this, and he starts it starts to unfold, and he starts to realize some things and. He finds out he's been betrayed and um, and he finds out he's been murdered <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, it, it gets really good. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. And why he was murdered. And actually he was, I think the, the afterlife where he's at, it's called the Lake. Lakeview. Right? Lakeview. That's mm-hmm. it. He actually was coming up with a um, more affordable type. That, yeah, that, that was the twist is we yeah. find out that he was trying to make freeware. For this afterlife cloud. Mm-hmm. And then he died. I can't remember how old they said he was. I think he was like, what, 30? Something. Or, yeah, late yeah. 20s, early <clears throat> 30s. And and he said, oh, I wasn't murdered. I wasn't murdered. Then he starts thinking about it. And then he realizes, I probably was. Mm-hmm. Especially the way he died in one of the safest cars ever. Like, mm-hmm. they were all shocked that he died in a car accident. They're like, what, really? Mm-hmm. That never happens. Yeah. Very interesting. So I... I I liked it a lot. I'll give it another watch for sure. I definitely will watch second season. How about you? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So. You're gonna be mad at me, but it the like Why the, would I be mad the at kitschiness you? kind of reminds me of Drop Dead Diva. I know you hated that one. Drop Dead Diva. Yes. The, is that the one with the lawyer? Yes. Oh, I know you hated that one. I don't feel one. like it had anywhere. I don't. I don't feel like it felt like that at all. That one was just like a dumb feel good show. And this is one that the one that had the angel? Yes, Fred. Oh, that's why you feel that way. Yes, because she died and she was put in the in a different body, I and see. then she had an angel. That one got weird. Yeah, but it, it was did. yeah. So parts of this they do get it does get pretty kitschy, but it does it makes you think about you know what the afterlife really is. Yeah, that's that's what I liked about it. I liked I liked uh, and and to be honest, like the effects that they use actually pretty decent. They weren't cheesy. Acting was good. It was funny. It has a good range of being funny and sad, and mm-hmm. you, get, you get a you get the full roller coaster. And then the and then the range of cast, and then the quirkiness of some of the the programs that are in there mm-hmm. that are supposed to help you. The AI, <laughs> the uploads, some of the things that they do in there, the way they're handled are really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the coworkers of um, of uh, Nora, her coworkers are pretty quirky. So it, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. And now for a couple of the movies we've seen. Uh, the first one we're going to cover is uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. It's got Shia LaBeouf, uh, Dakota Johnson, um, and... Thomas uh, Hayden Church. Thomas Hayden Church. And then Zach got Sagan? I think you're I right. I think. Which I've never seen him in anything. This one, He was great. Very enjoyable. Um, oh, yeah. John Bernthal. Well, John Bernthal for like a flashback scene. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> He was totally the Punisher. <laughs> Whatever. Totally reminded me of the Punisher. Totally. He's like a fisherman. <laughs> but anyway, um, Bruce Stern. <clears throat> but anyway, it's kind of funny because here, you know, we watched Outer Banks. Yes. What? I don't know. A month ago. 
and you know we've never heard of this place never heard of this place it's a real place and then now here's yet another movie filmed in the outer base yeah we're like wait are those the pogues like we actually knew it's like oh that's sad Uh, uh, yeah this movie starts off with a uh troubled like i don't know how old he's supposed to be like 30 20 something 30 something uh uh failed uh fisherman tyler who gets fired for whatever reason starts stealing people's crab shacks (laughs) crab traps And the shacks, I guess. He, he burns it down. Because <laughs> he burned it down. Okay. But anyway, he's troubled. Uh, meanwhile, we got Zach, who's uh, in a nursing home because he's orphaned or... Yes, he's Down syndrome. And he's orphaned. He has Down syndrome and he's orphaned. And, and they have nowhere else to put him. No, yeah, they have no one to take care of him. Nowhere else to put him. So, he, yeah, he lives basically with old people. And Dakota Johnson is kind of like his caretaker yeah she she's like the director of this like nursing home facility and it really opens up cute like zach is like planning his um escape constantly because he wants to be a pro wrestler that's his dream and he doesn't want to be stuck in this nursing home so he like he'll like bribe some of the old people to help him like bribes with pudding (laughs) so funny but uh, he finally does escape. Well, because, well, he wants he wants to escape and he wants to, like you said, become a pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. And it's really sweet because he has this VHS tape of this wrestler who, um, I can't remember what the name of the place was. It was some sort of wrestling camp where you yeah. go train. And... Yeah, he wanted to go to this wrestling camp who, that's what Thomas Hayden Church he plays runs. Clint. Yeah. But anyway, so... Um, uh, Zach watches this VHS tape with his roommate, who's played by Bruce Dern, and and so they figure out a way to um, to get him to get him out of there. And it's really cool because um, what does he do? He ties. Well, they put bars on his window so he can't escape. Yeah, because he's escaped too much. So he ties like some shirts. Yeah, Bruce. And they Dern's character. They bend the bars open, and then poor Zach is like, I used to clothes. be an engineer. He's in his underwear. <laughs> He's squeezing through those bars and he runs yeah. away. Well, no, no, no. Underwear. He's in his underwear and then he's and then he has to put soap all over oh, his body yeah. so he can squeeze through the bar. I love this vibe it. to it. It has a great like almost reminds me of like Napoleon a Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. It's, it's got that real heartfelt, just a feel good film, mm-hmm. and it's really enjoyable. It's funny. Really recommend it. The, the, once him and Shia LaBeouf get together, they're just. They're they're a good comedy team. I'd like to see more movies with these two. Actually, I would yeah, watch. That's really sweet. I could watch like, they them. become brothers. <laughs> it's almost like a Tom and Huck type mm-hmm. friendship, um, and it really they really do, especially when they're rafting down the river together. Well, okay, so let's back up a, a second. So Tyler and Zach, they both want to escape this town for different reasons. Zach okay. wants to escape because he ran away from the nursing home. He wants to go to this wrestling place. Tyler wants to escape because. He went on a rampage and he burned down a yeah, crab shack. He burned and he's down got some, other like, people's really angry stuff. Got people after him. He's got a guy named Rat Boy after him <laughs> and his crew. <laughs> he's got to get away from Rat Boy. Yeah, Rat Boy, uh, which is a great name. You know? Yeah, so part of the movie, they're trying to escape and they get into some adventures and eventually they 
they get a raft and they like go down this river. Right. But um, Dakota Johnson is supposed to. She's, she's like got to find them. Tracking them down. I mean, she is like Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> in Double Jeopardy or The Fugitive. She. I don't know how she tracked those, these guys down, but she does. Well, I don't she think it's a very big down. town. And and they're both dr- you know hung over on the beach, and she finds them, mm-hmm. and she's pissed. By the way. And um, she wants to take him back to the nursing home, but but and, Tyler convinces her, you know, this is this is his dream. Let's just take well, him there and then we'll go home. And Tyler never once treats him like he can't do anything. He treats he treats Zach like Zach should be treated mm-hmm. as a person. And and everyone else treats uh, doesn't treat Zach fairly, in my opinion. They treat him the way Zach doesn't want to be treated. Like he can't do whatever he wants mm-hmm. and he can't do it. And Tyler doesn't. Tyler will protect him and won't let people mistreat him. But Tyler will also treat him just like he would treat any kid mm-hmm. or any any person. Yeah. Which I appreciate that. That was great. Uh, but yeah, they, they find they, they the three of them get together and they decide she's she's like, yeah, let's let him live out his dream mm-hmm. and then figure out what we need to do with him. And she really realizes that Tyler, you know, is a great guy and is good for Zach. Mm-hmm. And um, she really sees that he really does care for him. And the people at the nursing home don't or the state doesn't. Well, and because he escaped, he has to go to an even more stringent Secure. yeah, mm-hmm. place Facility. to live. Yeah. And, and she, she's worried about that because cause he can't because he still won't be with people his age. Mm-hmm. She wants him to have a life, too. So Tyler ends up helping him hunt down this wrestler and uh, they find him and he's washed up and doesn't do it anymore. (laughs) And they're all sad. Everyone's sad and they start walking away. And Zach doesn't realize he even talked to the wrestler because he's not in character. It's so Yeah, he didn't recognize him without his costume. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they walk away like like Charlie Brown with his head hung. (laughs) Well, and they're trying to get it through Zach's head that it's over and they need to go home. And Zach just won't give up. And then here comes the wrestler. In his really cool Thunderbird. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he put on his costume. Yep. And he says that he... He's going to train him. Yep, he wants to train him. And that was really it cool. It was so cool. And he does get to train. And then he's got this friend who's kind of a jerk. Um, who's going to... Who who still wrestles. And they have like this like little wrestling get together on Saturdays or he's something. He's got like a ring in his backyard or something. And they host it and... He, he convinces his friend, hey, why don't you go ahead and wrestle Zach? Let Zach have his first fight. And his, Zach's name is Peanut Butter Falcon. Mm-hmm. And he gets to have his first fight. And, but this guy's like harsh to him. Yeah, he wasn't, he taking, wasn't, it, he wasn't taking it easy. It was, it was kind of messed up. And at the same time, we got these other guys, which we forgot to mention. who were Rat uh, Boy. Yeah, Rat Boy's crew. <laughs> Forget the, there's another guy who's, who's the more angrier one. Rat Boy's just like. One of the goons who was like, is Jacob. it Duncan? Or Dun- no, I think yeah, well, maybe it's Duncan. Yeah, maybe it is. But anyway, uh, they're after him, and they're they were they tried they they beat him up once. Mm-hmm. Shia LaBeouf, not they, and they chased him in a boat. Yeah, that's how Zach and him met. It's actually, Zach was on the boat that Shia LaBeouf escaped uh, on. Escaped on. <laughs> threw up on him. <laughs> so funny, <laughs> so funny. But anyway, uh, yeah, they they tried killing shooting him at one point and. Zach saves him because he taught Zach how to shoot. Um, and then they show at up at the wrestling match because one of their friends is there and he calls him out. And that's when they really 
Um, unfortunately, Zach, uh, during his first match, there's a scene where he actually wins his first match, but then Shia LaBeouf gets hit in the back of the head, or Tyler. Spoiler, you think yeah. he's dead, but he's not. Oh, Jackie, that was quick. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Sorry. he's not. It, it ends really well. It's you really think movie. he's dead? And you're like, oh my god. I thought he was. I was sad, but it's a really great film. Give it a shot. I enjoyed it but quite at the a bit. End, but at the end, okay, so you what? find out that he was yes, he was very badly injured. Yeah. But then the three of them are driving to Florida. They're driving. Right. I, is it to start a new life? I think much? so. I think they're the going to start together. Yeah. This came out in 2019. It's really good. I really enjoyed it. It was definitely a good... I didn't even hear about this movie at all. I know. So. We just saw the. We just saw it on Netflix or something. Or on... One of the streaming services. I think it was Netflix. Yeah, it was Netflix. And we're like, what is that? Thought we'd give it a shot. So. We're also Shia LaBeouf fans. So this was a great flick. Now we're going to go in a completely different direction. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uncut Gems. Okay. If you have something <laughs> called misophonia, do not watch this film. It has the worst science-based music I've ever heard. Why it's playing science music I don't know. way up loud on in, in a very uncomfortable way is beyond me. This um, was a weird one. It was definitely <laughs> weird. Now, if it hadn't had this music, I probably would have enjoyed it 90,000 times more. Because mm-hmm. um, Adam Sandler... I would say his acting has reached a new level. I really enjoyed I know, his like, acting in this movie. Okay, but, but his character was a horrible. But person, I can still but... <laughs> hear. I mean, he's still funny to me, even he when he's not trying funny. to be. And I know, I know, I know he's but not people trying to are be, like but, that. You know, when we're watching this movie, I keep hearing in my head, "That's a technical foul." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just the way he talks. Navy um, means. <laughs> so this movie's about like this. I don't know. I guess he's like a diamond dealer, jewelry dealer. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you would call it. And he gets this amazing opal. Well, this guy's a slime ball for he, sure. He's a wheeler and dealer. You know, he's a hustler. And he well, deals with a, a lot of the NBA players and rappers. And he makes really cool jewelry. He made those really cool Furbies, remember? <laughs> those were those were the bomb. Um, Called him bedazzled. <laughs> those were crazy. But he... he you just kind of are thrown into this mess and you're not sure what's going on half the time because there's so much dialogue mm-hmm. all at once. It's all over the place. Oh my gosh. It was um, overwhelming to me. Yeah. It's really hard to focus when, you know, I mean, and I've, I've been in situations like that where you're in a shop and there's conversation, you walk into a conversation and he, he's ignoring that conversation to cater to these other people. And, and, you know, when, when, remember when we were first introduced to Phil, the gangster, the guys he owes money, mm-hmm. um, these guys, other guys are walking in and he starts catering them. He's like, don't give them water. Don't talk, talk to me. You know, he's, he's ignoring them. Uh, but that goes on the whole movie. Like almost in every situation he's being yelled at. There's like, you're being pulled in three directions. That, mm-hmm. And I like the tension of that because he's different. just so scattered. Yeah. And the movie makes you, it scatters the viewer. Mm-hmm. That's what this movie does. And I hated it at the time, but looking <laughs> back on it, it was cool because I've never had a movie do that to me before. Where you feel completely it, exhausted? Yeah, it scattered me. And overwhelmed? Oh, yeah. It oh. was, it was, uh, it, it gives you the feels, not the good feels. 
Agreed. But, I mean, this character, you know, from the beginning, you just know when you're watching it, you know, this guy can't live. He is and, like Larry David on steroids. Well, and you're you're worried. You're worried that this guy's really out there somewhere. Well, but like he's constantly like Screw sabotaging it. himself. Yes, exactly. Screwing himself over. I know. Oh, my gosh. Um. Also, it's like you you hope for this. You see these glimpses of what could like work out for this person. Right. And then he screws it up again. It's just very it's a very strange. um, I mean, he's got like he's got like this. He lives in like three different worlds. Mm -hmm. So he's got like the people he borrows money from. Mm -hmm. And and he's got like this gambling life. And he lends out things. mm -hmm. He's constantly lending. There's all this lending going on, and it makes you worry because he lends out the opal to a basketball player who then gives him a ring as collateral. Well, the, the, and he takes that ring, and he takes a loan out on more money. Wait, hold on. Because uncut gems comes from the fact that he has this opal. That's uncut. Mm-hmm. It's like this really special... I can't remember what it was called. But it's, it's this special opal, and it, it's just a bunch of like opals a inside opal or a, a fire a rock. opal? I, I can't remember. remember what it was. But it's like, it is enchanting. You look at it and it's, you know, it's beautiful. It is. Oh, absolutely. Well, he, he loans it to Kevin Garnett, who's, which Garnett. is funny because his last name is Garnett. Um, Garnett. Is Garnett. How pronouncing it. Garnett. Yeah. Um, which it's funny because he plays he himself. He's a producer too. KG, which is interesting. But yeah, he loans it to him, takes his ring for collateral and then loans it. Oh my gosh, he <laughs> takes pawns that money, it. And then he places that money on a bet because he, he owes this mobster i don't even know who they are it's quite a bit of money well it's like it's part of his family well and it would have worked out fine he he actually won and doubled his money but then he Wait finds out go back up that was tilda swinton what the auction manager's voice yes i, I found said, that out later because oh. i googled it and her name came up in it but it wasn't on the imdb i was going to tell you be that before the they sound amazing they sound exactly like <laughs> we thought um tilda swinton was uh, elizabeth hurley because her voice sounded like Elizabeth Hurley, and I just saw an Elizabeth Hurley movie, but I didn't, I could not find Elizabeth Hurley in the IMDb, and I was going to tell Jackie that, but I forgot. <laughs> you can edit that out. No, I'm not going to. Okay. I'm going to leave this in. We're going to leave this <laughs> part of the conversation in because it because there's other people and be like, yeah, that did sound like Elizabeth Hurley. Weird. I wonder if they're from the same place. I wonder too. I don't know, but um, yeah, this was a great film. Um, but yeah, he's just he's very like wheeling jarring. and dealing, and he's trying to. He places bets, and what's what was frustrating is that he placed this crazy bet that would have. Oh yeah, that's it where it would going. have paid. Like what was it? Like one point something million. It would have paid. Or was that? Are we talking about the last the first bet? one? The first the one. first big one. Yes. And, and then they, they stopped it. They stopped the bet, and then he was like, "You ruined it. We could have been." It's just everyone's getting in everyone's way. Mm-hmm. That's just what's hap- happens here. Um, this man can't win. I mean, he gets in his own but way, and then other people get in the other. A slime ball. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it really crescendos to this like. Oh, well, gosh. he's well. Okay, so he's he's got these different lives. He's got this life where he's doing like the gambling part, and he's got this life where he's a family man, and you yeah. see him with his family and his kids and his wife, and then you and see him girlfriend. cheating on his. Well, no, they, but they're getting divorced. They just aren't going to tell the kids till after Passover, Passover or something. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's just. But then yeah. he, he gets paranoid and he feels like everybody's against him. And he he just does all these crazy things. And you keep wanting him 
to just like do the right thing or to catch a break. And but he doesn't. He doesn't never does. Happen. And his girlfriend's got his best interest, and she she's trying to sell some jewelry to the weekend, and then he punches out the weekend, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, I mean, there's just a quite a ride. This, and like I said, the music. I, I, that's the only thing. I can really okay, so let's talk about the music about for a second. Most. It was it was like elementary school science, science class. class yeah like an old science film like soundtrack. one of the old ones like where they'd have to get like the film projector out yeah that's what it sounded like and you're like what does this have to do with it, anything it was this crazy random synthesizer yeah it was up on up loud and then you got billy madison style <laughs> um uh billy madison all grown up uh, uh adam sandler yelling at you why science music is being played. oh my god it was nuts man i'm sure uh, there's an explanation that i'd like to read it but you know we were just i was really taken aback by this one i was like this well, is not what i thought it was at all and then what was really frustrating is here he wouldn't sell the opal to this basketball player the basketball player would have given him millions for it probably who knows who knows and he he, he said on this auction he's expecting millions they they actually appraise it to like what two hundred thousand or something, and then he he his father in law shows up and he tells him you got to get it to two hundred thousand for me at least, and uh, so he has KG his father in law bid there, against Kevin Garnett who who's bid bid boy one hundred seventy thousand for it, mm-hmm. and then he loans him the the two hundred thousand because it he his father in law ends up winning, oh, so the father in law has to pay for it, so he ends up having to pay back. <laughs> him that plus interest and then he calls up kg to say hey i'll still give it to you for 170 which is stupid Mm -hmm. because he's not he he just doesn't even he doesn't even make his money back Mm -hmm. at all and then he then he takes that money and he's got the oh man he goes and gets his girlfriend to go place a bet for him in vegas on it Mm because he's got the mobsters after him he locks them up in a room that was intense he puts all the money on kg because KG's going to win this game because he's stoked because he's got one of his, you know, he's got this special uh, opal that mm-hmm. he can look at, yeah. you know, and have turn into something. And his girlfriend's way off in Vegas watching this, and they sent one of their gangster guys out after her looking for her, and she wins. I mean, they win. It's mm-hmm. big money. Um, they're on their way back. It's over a million dollars. He still can't win, and I'm not going to give it away for you. You want me to give it away? Yes, this All thing right, is spoiler full spoiler. Alert. Spoiler alert. They shoot him in the head. He finally wins. Yeah. He wins and then he's shot in the head. And you're like, I feel like he should have been shot in the head like two hours ago. I'm surprised it took this long. <laughs> yes. I mean, this man. How did he survive this oh, long? Oh, gosh. But I would say the level of acting in this is great. I could see, I could see somebody winning something in this. Yeah. I don't know who. But, uh, you know, maybe even Adam. Maybe this is his movie. Um, but it says 2019, but was that when it was filmed? Or was it, wasn't it released like last winter? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember seeing it. Um, but I had to, I had to look it up because I thought, oh my gosh, is this a real person? But no. Oh, good. I'm glad it's not a real person Mm because knowing that person's out there would be just stressing me out. Yeah. But yeah, this movie was kind of like, I'm not sure if I like this movie. I'm not sure I'll ever watch it again. It was stressful. But after it was over... I enjoyed it more once it was over. <laughs> it's like a vacation with our kids. You always say, I can't wait to get home so I can enjoy, enjoy my, my vacation. vacation. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Gosh. So I don't know what we're going to do next. I guess uh, 
I guess what we do in the shadows will be finishing up soon. So that'll probably be the Did one. Did you guys do Rocket Man already? Uh, I think so. I think Robert covered that one. Well, I um, liked it, Robert. I don't remember if you did or not. Robert liked it. Did he? Yeah. I think he liked it. Yeah. I'm sure. I liked it. He'll tell me if he did. But um, I guess that concludes this episode of Nerding Daily. 